Hello and welcome to a proper education, Neo's Aziz Bar Trivia Podcast. Well done, Chris. That's all, that's all you had to do. You're done. Yep. I'm out. Mic drop. <laughs> well, welcome back to another exciting edition. Belly up to the bar as we do some bar trivia. This time, Steve is quizzing. And you're on Team Dave, Chris, but you're not alone this time. Would you like know, to introduce have, our, uh, our teammate? Teammate. I have a, I have a helper. And I'm, I'm actually, my, my, my server's here with my, with my hot tea. Oh, really? She just banged the table. <laughs> Cheers. You thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Don't do anything inappropriate to your server, please. I won't, I won't touch her inappropriately. Now, that's kind of what she just did to me was kind of inappropriate, but, you know. Okay. Well, Matt, Belly, bitch. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Matt has joined the team. Matt, we're so glad to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Last time You're I was right? in a real bar trivia competition, my wife and I won. So I expect nothing less but a victory today. I am what Matt was the White topic? tonight. It was Letter Kenny. Oh, well, that's why you won. <laughs> well, yeah. How full was the bar for that event? There was <laughs> upwards of five people playing. <laughs> it went from Canada to Orlando <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just to win a twenty dollar gift certificate. Thirty, thirty. Come on now. Oh, yeah, Deadwood doesn't fuck around. They give you, they go all oh. thirty bucks. It wow. put near a dent in our bill, but that's fine. Steve, what do you have in store for us tonight? Any, any clues or hints, or are we just gonna like lay it on us? I'm gonna clue you in. And then immediately tell you what it is anyway. So making that clue pointless and useless. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, uh, so I am always looking for um, connective tissue or themes. So our theme tonight is connective tissue. How much you know about <laughs> tendons and muscles. Okay. Uh, I kid, of course. You cartilage experts can fuck off. <laughs> our listeners, of course, can't see me, but you guys can. I can. And, you know that I was winking the whole time I just said that. <laughs> I wasn't looking at the screen, but now I see. Last time, Dave, the topic was uh, people who are exactly your age, right? Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I Well, and, and we're all a week older since that happened. <laughs> this time around, I thought I would uh, quiz you on uh, some of the subjects <laughs> I am most passionate about in my own personal day-to-day -day life. I love this. Think back to... The MySpace days. Did you have a MySpace page, guys? Yeah, I did. And no. I can't even remember what it was now, but I did, yes. Yeah, it's still there minus the music. Anyway, I, I remember, you know, it was a big part of early social media. It was like, what are your likes, your TV shows, your movies, your interests? And I remember pretty vividly some of the things that I put down on my list. Uh, so I tried to mine that for trivia. So it's not really how much you know about me, but it's how much you know about the things that give me life. I love this. We get to know a little more about Steve, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and let's see if I came to like anything after 2005. I hope to God that I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when, when did Battlefield Earth come out? You son of a bitch. You... <laughs> that's, that's question nine. <laughs> I like the novel, not the movie. <laughs> the book was so much better. <laughs> anyway, these 10 questions are brought to you by Bold Rock, the cider. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how you drink that stuff. No? 
Bold Rock's not bad. We've actually been to that that brewery. I think I believe it's in Nashville or somewhere in North Carolina. Is it? I think so. Is it either went to there or yeah, yeah, that's where it was. And we, they had. It's always fun visiting places, cideries and meaderies outside of like what you can get locally because they had some really interesting things. They had a coffee cider, which I was like, "This sounds like the worst thing I could imagine." Please let me try this, mm-hmm. and yeah. I did, and, and it was it delicious. Did. It was crazy. Wow. Okay. Well, my wife asked me to lay off the Manhattans, oh. <laughs> so now I suck down the cider. Ten questions, boys, and it's three on one here, right? Just like we like it. Yeah. That's right. All right. Matt, Matt, what are you drinking? I am drinking a, what's this called? Semrice. It's a sake rice lager from Tactical, a local brewery here. In fact, I, I like rice beers. I believe, I'd have to check with them. I believe I heard my friend, I, I know one of the brewers there. I think this is one of his beers. I can't confirm that, but I, that's what I heard. Either way, they always make good stuff. They make They make strange stuff and they make good stuff. And this is one of the good ones. I am drinking Tastes like risotto. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking something called The Way in Total Daylight by Hop Butcher out of Chicago. Pretty good so far. Chris, Hop what about you? Butcher? Hop Butcher. Well, I am drinking hot tea at the moment, but I do have to my right a diet citrus green tea. Jealous anybody? <laughs> you animal. <laughs> what is the regular green tea too much sugar? <laughs> correct okay all right so Matt, i make that joke s- again next week please um correct me <laughs> we have to get seven out of ten to be considered successful oh they're gonna say to be a box office boss <laughs> no, no okay. to be to be the victors okay. so far the question knee has won for all intents and purposes both games yep all right in fact i i believe last week dave didn't you manage you and chris managed like a Nine out of ten? No, that was you. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> what a dick that move. Was great. <laughs> well, you were in a very high percentile, darling. I believe I got eight out of ten. You got nine out of ten. Good for you. Well, I adjusted up my difficulty level. I hope you did as well. Well, we'll just see about that, but I'm ready. I got my okay. teammates. I got my beer. I got the best trivia host in all the land. Oh. Let's do it. All right. We'll start with uh, the multiple choice. Eventually, we'll take away that um, safety net. You know, like how trivia goes. So right. here we go. Steve's favorites. Steve's passions. Uh, uh, well, you know, all of you, my my deep abiding love for cryptozoology, cryptids, uh, the study of animals that do not exist and are usually just um, like tourist trap stuff. With that in mind, I give you the Gigantopithecus, <laughs> an herbivore that weighed up to 1,100 pounds and went extinct 100,000 years ago in southern China and is thought by some to be the prehistoric ancestor of what creature supposedly alive today. Is it El Chupacabra, the Loch Ness Monster, or Sasquatch? I'll give that to you again. Do you want that that again? Um, I I, I mean, I think I got it. Yeah, I got it. We need to talk about it, but I think I got the choices. Yeah. So, 
Chupacabra is the Mexican goat sucker. Yes. That's immediately out, right? Right. What are you thinking after that? I would think it'd be more likely the Loch Ness Monster because I would think uh, it'd be, I'm thinking dinosaur, brontosaurus line of beasts Mm. and they were herbivores and Sasquatch, I think, I don't think he's either, I think he's an omnivore. That's my thinking. Yeah. What does Chris think? I was thinking Sasquatch because I just liked Harry and Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I love those Jack Link commercials. I really don't know. I really don't know this one. I'm leaning towards Matt. Well, I I don't think we need to pass on this. We can pass Matt and come back to yeah, it later. I think, I don't I think, think need- this is pretty. I think we're pretty on pretty solid ground on this one. I think you're plus, right. We're locked. Plus, I in. think it's Kismet because I did just brew a beer that I'm calling the Chocolate Monster, based after the Loch Ness <laughs> Monster. So there you go. Everything's a plug. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Matt is just a shameless plug machine. What's what's my what's my lot of my, my latest beer thonk crust? Thanks to Dave's typo on his thonk. on his phone. Yep. That's his next my yep. next one. This reminds me of Gyhoptopithecus, a beer that I <laughs> just started marketing. I'm actually gonna put that. I'm gonna make make uh make a um awards presenter say that if I win. Go ahead. Good luck, fucker. Say that. <laughs> Steve, so, we are locking in mm-hmm. the lock nest monster it's a l- double lock okay double lock i'm writing that down all right all right on from southern china to the galaxy I don't, some m-class planet in his uh memoir <clears throat> patrick stewart's memoir which i just finished it's called making it so <laughs> He writes that uh, the show's second episode, Star Trek The Next Generation's second episode, The Naked Now, made him cringe, end quote. In that episode, an alien virus makes crew members, quote, sweaty, giggly, and horny, and even Lieutenant Commander Data has sex with whom? What? Oh, is it? Yeah, I know this. Wow. Wow. Should I just stop right no, there? No, I'm sorry. I, I think I know it. Let's say that. I got a little cocky. That's why I'm thinking Matt knows this one. It's the name of my next beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, your options are Counselor Deanna Troy, Lieutenant Tasha Yar, or Dr. Beverly Crusher. Well, Chris, I think we just have to defer because yeah, I don't know who the Matt's, fuck any of those people no. are. Don't I know the any. characters, but Matt knows this one. <laughs> that's just insulting to me, Dave. I'm sure you, you guys have picked up something about this show that ended 30 fucking years ago. <laughs> the, only thing I, the only thing I know is that that gif comes up all the time of him going like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's Tasha Yar, this I know. That even This story even comes into play in a later season, later episode where they have to prove... Date is a sentient being by mentioning he had a romantic relationship with her at one point, or at least a physical one. Wow. Good Matt. Okay. Matt, with right the there. extra info, I yeah. love it. Let's just reformat and just be a <laughs> four guys who talk about Star Trek. Has that <laughs> podcast been done yet? I don't think so. I think that's oh, been, yes, the I world's think. been waiting for that. Yeah. You, you guys have a ball with it. All right. Okay. Well, you guys. I'm either thinking of Star Trek or The Shield. I'm pretty sure about this one. <laughs> All right, locking in Tasha Yar. Question three. That was the name of the unrated episode version of that. <laughs> <laughs> Smashing Dr. Crusher. <laughs> uh, quick, Chris, 
What's yeah. Steve's favorite war? <laughs> <laughs> and what's it good for? I think it's the it's the <laughs> War of the Roses. Oh, the, <laughs> Kathleen Turner, Michael Douglas, correct. <laughs> no, no, my favorite war is the American Civil War. Ooh, especially as we are still fighting it. Twould seem <laughs> two wars. <laughs> uh, according to military historian S. C. Gwynn, uh, he's a very good historian. And he writes that less than half of 1% of soldiers killed in the Civil War died from a wound caused by what? Is it a revolver, a bayonet or saber, or artillery shrapnel? Okay. Wow. Let me cue a little sad violin. Uh, That again. Of soldiers killed by wounds, not the massive number killed by, you know. Dysentery, which is not sexy. <laughs> Less than half of 1% of soldiers died from what uh, sort of wound? A revolver, a bayonet, or saber, or artillery shrapnel. Since when is a dysentery sexy? <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself. Well, I, I like this. I like this history. You know, if Tim were on this, we'd freaking get this. He would take half an hour explaining what all this was. Tim would go, well, you see, it all began in North Vladimir Putin. (laughs) (laughs) All right, S.C. Gwynn. Not that that matters. I loved him on the the Monsters. He was so good. (laughs) To what? Dead is better. (laughs) Well, um, I mean, my gut is going to Bayonet just because I feel like there's a lot of hand-to-hand combat and maybe artillery was in was scarce um they weren't good shots so they might not have been hitting anything stone troopers <laughs> right the civil war is just basically a bunch of stormtroopers. but i mean i don't know what do you guys think that's that's my gut that's that's where my gut went right exactly to the 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 swords right into the gut that's where my gut went that yeah, I mean that's as good to guess as any. I don't. Yeah. I have no idea. It, it almost seems like I don't know. Yeah, I mean I don't know. There's there's a, there's a good chance of either of any of them, but that seems since it's close to range. I guess that's I guess best guess. I have no idea. I managed to spend all that time to not contribute whatsoever. <laughs> if you would have said hangnails, I would have went with that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. I f- I feel pretty confident about this without knowing shit about it. Um, let's lock it in. Bayonet, okay. Steve. You saying bayonets? Okay. Lock it in. All right. If you are wrong, you understand that means that you tacitly <clears throat> condone slavery. <laughs> oh, wow. Just, just warning you of the stakes these days, boys. <laughs> okay. We've got to get that one right. <laughs> Please, Lord. <laughs> wow. Okay. Continuing on. Still in multiple choice. I want to talk about uh, my favorite super spy, James Bond Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Not as Ill, ill-considered cartoon. No, uh, Ian Fleming's master spy, James Bond. I love everything about him, except Quantum of Solace, probably. That's mm-hmm. that one's a turd. Oh yeah. Of the. 317 drinks consumed by James Bond in the novels written by Ian Fleming. What percentage of them were vodka martinis, a.k.a. 
Bond's signature drink. Was it 5%? Was it 35%? Or was it 85%? What a great question. This is a fantastic question. This is why you're the best. Um, All right, Chris. You're a big fan. I am. And shaking on a stir. Like, that's the drink that he drank. That makes sense, right? That's the drink he drank, yeah. (laughs) He drank the most. Like, so it has to be a high number. Unless he's making those Michelob commercials he did, Daniel Craig, for a little bit, a couple years. Heineken. (laughs) Heineken. Heineken, yeah. But it has to be, like, what'd you say, Steve? 85 was the highest number? 85 is your high end, yeah. That's what I'm going with, Dave, but I don't read. (laughs) And Uh, or count. (laughs) <laughs> or count yeah exactly i don't i don't know like that that would require for him to have that drink it would have to be him in a casino or in a bar ordering it and james bond seems to drink a lot in these movies and when he does he's just pouring himself a whiskey or something like that <laughs> lest i mislead you just a reminder this is just the novels okay no movies that's right. No, we're not. We're not taking into consideration the movies. I, I still, I still yeah, that's... Maybe it's a trick question here. Maybe it's milk. <laughs> well, that's yeah, the thing. You know, that's the thing, though, Chris. It, maybe it is a trick question. Maybe yeah, yeah. that's something that's way more prevalent in the movies than it ever was in the books, and it's the five percent. I'm going to drop it down to that, Dave. I I like I like that thinking and knowing that Steve is a wily bastard. <laughs> <laughs> And he knows that we can't read. Can't and won't read. <laughs> He's using that against us. Right? He knows every book ever bought for us was burnt on spot on the spot. <laughs> I bet that is like I, I think I like what Matt's saying. That that might be like a very small part of the books, and the filmmakers were like, I don't know, they had a stake in in vodka or something <laughs> like that. Let's let you want to do it? Yeah. Well, it was three percent, right? It was or whatever time. the small one was. I forget. Yeah, it was a single digit. I say we do it. Okay. I say three three percent locked in. I think this is a red herring. So wait, five percent? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that one too. <laughs> Sorry. We'll split the difference. Four percent. All, right. All right. You, uh, as you know, that the James Bond movies are such uh, product placement whores <laughs> that they'll put anything in Bond's hand if. If the company, you know, pays, so right, you know, Bond could be ordering, you know, a friggin' White Claw next time around. If <laughs> and it's been pointed out before, maybe you noticed this, that Austin Powers was hawking Heineken at one time, <laughs> only for by the time of um, Skyfall, Bond was now a Heineken spokesman. <laughs> at one point, he he rolls over in bed and he swigs from a Heineken oh, in that geez. frigging movie. As good as that was, I will never forget that or forgive that moment. <laughs> Hands off my hiney, baby. <laughs> Cheetos. Flaming what hot a great question. Cheetos. Black. Thank you. I feel like uh, I'm going to disappoint you with the next one. <laughs> Not if it's easy. <sighs> it's, it's still multiple choice. Uh, however, it is... Um, well, now we're going to add one option. Okay. No, no. I'm really second-guessing this one. Putting this one in timeout. <laughs> now, you're going to like this one, I think. One talked about hmm? you're the super nanny. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> oh, okay. Was that Hulk Hogan? 
No, Joe Frost, the super oh. nanny. Oh. Hulk Hogan was Mr. Nanny. Mr. Nanny, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, let's let's go to Marvel Comics, which I was into before, way before it was cool, as you well know. What is your, what's on your shirt? That's Captain America, okay? <laughs> I don't expect you to know about it until about 2010. <laughs> uh, among Namor the Submariner's many exploits over 85 years of comic book history, he's the guy responsible for which one of these momentous Marvel events? Is it discovering, excuse me, sorry, imbuing Jean Grey with the Phoenix Force, pulling Captain America out of suspended animation, or pushing Spider-Man's girlfriend Gwen Stacy off a bridge? All right, so we eliminate Gwen Stacy, right? Yeah, I think that was one of the goblins. I don't know which one. Yeah, <laughs> one of the goblins. <laughs> Hob or Green or <laughs> Hob or Chuck or someone. I don't know. It would ma- the the Captain America thing would make sense, assuming that Steve Rogers' plane went down and and it was like frozen and some kind of body of water, right? Sure. Yeah, makes sense. So it makes sense that a water-based superhero would have something to do with that. <laughs> a water-soluble <laughs> superhero. <laughs> <laughs> He's a saturated solution. Uh, what do you guys think? I have no idea. I know no more than you do about no more. Oh yeah, oh! fuck that up. Switch those, but you know what I meant. I just remembered. I forgot my sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was very well done. Chris, what do you think? I'm going with you. Like that. That makes uh, the most sense that Kevin Costner from Waterworld found him. That's, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> this, the, what, was it, what was it? Just the Mariner, right? Or wait, the Mariner. That's what it's okay, called. Yeah, okay. His, his guild neck. Yeah. Gills! <laughs> Don't get Matt started on Waterworld. That's right. On Costner in general, right? It's a fantastic Dead stunt down. show at Universal Hollywood, but that's about as far as it goes. Mm. Mm. I, and Chris and Matt, I, I don't know that much about comic books, but I feel like the X-Men was a later come along. Like X-Men was like in the 60s, and he's saying... You know that this Namor has been around for yeah. eighty-five years, and Captain America is certainly a very classic, long, to- long-running thing. I mean, am I right about the X Men, or am I like way off base with that? They, well, that I, they were. I, re- no, I remember the Phoenix storyline from X Men, but I don't remember him being part of it. But I don't remember any details, so I, 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 don't, I wouldn't use that as any kind of influence on the answer. I, but yeah, I have no idea. All right, let's let's lock in Captain America. Okay, I feel comfortable with that. Captain Works America, jotting yeah. it down. I'm just proud of us. We haven't skipped anything to have to come That's back. That's true. To. You're right. Yeah, we probably should have, Which but we, we didn't. We can it's, do. It's but. These, it's these multiple choice ones. Is why there's 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 answers right in front of us. We got to pick one. That's now true. We, we want to save it yeah. till we're completely blind and stupid. Yeah, we're just being stupid, stupid now. If we don't know, we're answering Turl from Battlefield Earth. <laughs> Rat brain. Man animal. <laughs> I'll tell you, I uh, in my own trivia, bar trivia career, uh, I enjoyed 
the funny answers that people would give. You know, oftentimes if they didn't know the answer, they just wrote something funny. Often other times they didn't know it was funny, you know, the unintentionally. Those were the best. And then I would share them on Instagram on Funny Answer Friday. You did. Uh, you, uh, you don't yeah. get those with multiple choices, obviously. Right. Uh, but we're going to leave those behind very soon. Okay. And then, uh, but here we are. Go on to question number six. Uh, so we've got, uh, we did cryptids, we did Star Trek, the Civil War, Bond, zombies. Uh, I was into zombies for a long time. And then it started to get kind of uh, ubiquitous, and then there were zombie romances, and I got tired of it. But <laughs> I want to resurrect them right now. Four options here, fellas. Which one does not belong? All of these zombie titles uh, mind additional horror from having its undead creatures um, appear in their very first appearance in the form of a little girl, except one of them. Okay. Okay. They are uh, the 2004 Dawn of the Dead, Santa Clarita Diet, AMC's The Walking Dead, HBO's Game of Thrones. All right. That again. It's as if. Do you, do you follow me there? If you yes. Show, it's, a, it's a. It's a fake out. Oh, it's a little girl. No, it's, it's a terrifying, flesh eating revenant. Walking I, Dead's out. Yeah, Me that's the only it. one I knew. So I'm. Done I feel doing. like we can divide and conquer. You guys know Walking Dead. Matt, did you watch Game of Thrones? Not a second of it. Me All neither. Right. I know for a fact that the the Dawn of the Dead that he mentioned is. Um, I feel like it's a girl that comes in and and bites her. It's like Sarah uh, Polly. I think he like come, she comes in and bites somebody on the leg. Okay. And I watch Diet, you know, obviously for you know. I don't. I'm yeah, crying out loud. I don't think there is a any children zombies in. I don't in remember. That. I think we zombie. can just rule it out based on that. Yeah. I think they're all because the the zombie aspect of it, they ended up like a couple of them would would work with um what's her name Drew Barrymore, so they had to have like some sort of um. Way to t- what the fuck am I trying to say? I don't even know. I think I <laughs> think it's Santa Clarita Diet is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so Santa Clarita Diet is one that does not have. I, I can't. Re- well, I can't remember there ever being a child zombie in that. So I think based on that would be Game my of choice. Thrones had zombies. Yeah, yeah they had a, like those. I I've seen images of them. Blue people. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't don't let me don't. This is not a trick question. Let's be very clear and upfront. The White Walkers are, for our purposes, they're zombies. Zombies. Yeah, right? I figured it's they're yeah. slow-moving, undead, uh, you know, rotting yep. flesh, shambling idiots. And I don't think <laughs> I do zombies. think I think that's I some, love that zombies <laughs> idiots. <laughs> idiots, idiots, stupid. That, Walk faster. They may have had children zombies in that, but I think this is one of the few episodes I saw because I heard about them finally being revealed and wanted to see it. And I think the very first one we saw was like a definitely an adult it looks like an old man but he was you know dead so who knows i remember them turning into the camera and it cutting black and it was a, an adult so even though there might have been a kid um zombie in that i don't think that was the reveal so i think we can cut that one out too from our list i love this process of elimination chris and matt know they're walking dead mm-hmm. i'm almost 100 percent sure about the first one so let's go and lock in i want to watch this show and Santa clear your day I've never seen a it's second a of show. it. It, looks, it's, it was funny. It's, show, it's a yeah. good it's show, but show. prepare to be frustrated when it ends because they haven't renewed it and they left on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, Still okay. better than how Game of Thrones ended. This is true. Well, I'm saying that and I don't know, but I understand that is to be true. 
I just, I just caught, I got, I got caught in a lie, making it sound like I knew Game of Thrones, and I had nothing to gain from it, like Norm McDonald's joke. You ever see that movie with the guy and the dog? Yes. I have nothing to gain from this lying lie. <laughs> Let's lock in Santa Clarita diet. Very good. All right. Three to go. Wait, seven, eight, nine. Oh, four to go. All right. All right. Buy multiple choice. Oh. I'm pulling the chaps away from the tires. All right. Uh, If you are married to me or have slept with me for any length of time, then you know. I got this. (laughs) (laughs) Chris is doubly prepared. One of my absolute favorite places on the earth is the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Oh, Chris. All right. I don't got this. No. Philly's Spell got art. many great places and, you know, passionate sports fans and yada yada, but only one museum of art and it's great. There is a 13 foot copper copy of a statue that once perched atop New York's second Madison Square Garden. It was moved and it now presides grandly over the main foyer at the Philadelphia Museum of Art and it depicts what mythological figure? This is, oh. this is the unforgettable. I mean, you walk in and <clears throat> there it is at the top of the steps. Dave, we're, I, I think, think we're relying on you for this one. Yeah, Dave, I think this is all you, Dave. <laughs> wow. I haven't been uh, there since I should have saved this child. to last. This, this feels like number 10 all of a sudden. I feel like I, I can almost picture that, but what, what, what uh, Roman or Greek, what did you say? I just said mythological. Oh, he didn't even specify. <laughs> oh, well... <laughs> It's not Zoroastrian, so we can eliminate, uh, you know, middle Mesopotamian figures. Chris, all the times you ran up and down those steps, you didn't like peek your head in once. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No interest. That's silly. Whatsoever. That's I did my Rocky shit. I was gone. That's funny because the museum's motto or Philadelphia's tourism motto these days is like, "Come for Rocky, stay for the museum." <laughs> it may not be working. <laughs> it may not be working. You know, they have valuable pictures in that building. <laughs> I love um, that Dave's allowed to do that. If I do that, I'd be like, oh, stop. What, the Stallone voice? Yeah. Yep. You can do whatever you want, Matt. You're okay. my teammate. We're in this together. <laughs> We're blood brothers. Pass me the peanuts. Uh, I don't think there are peanuts what? in um, bars anymore because of like. Oh, because it could kill illness? people? The germs, yeah. <laughs> Diseases. What's a little disease? <laughs> he died of peanut disease. <laughs> they stopped. Sir, they stopped handing out peanuts and guns. <laughs> peanut um, allergies, you know. God damn it! Well, I thought you were going to say something about the Rodan, or you know, like museum is a long <laughs> I thought, way. I thought we had a Godzilla question that I missed for a second. It was pretty no, sad. There's like all that thing, you know. The thinkers are all around that area, and. I don't know, so let's just guess. Let's let's go let's go for the boss man. Let's say okay. Zeus. Zeus, dang. Yeah. And the Philly had a big Zeus connection. It doesn't. Okay. That's that's just a pure guess, Dave, right? Oh yeah. Well <laughs> oh, yeah. He also says it's hanging, so you think it might be a flying one, like Oh, you said hanging? Uh no, oh. uh, it, this figure stood perched on oh, top stood of the second. Per- okay, never mind. Then go, okay. two. That's fine. Now yeah. never mind. Installed. Yeah. Okay. Then that's. Right. I think your uh, yours is still good. 
We're going with Zeus. As good as any yeah, other yeah. answer. Yeah, Straight yeah, to yeah. the we, top. We, we don't know. <clears throat> Okay. This is where, like, if it was really the thing, like, I just hosted trivia this past Wednesday, and yeah. when people don't know, they just draw you a penis. So this, <laughs> right, right, right. This is great. This Zeus is our verbal penis. Okay, Steve. Can we just lock mm-hmm. in penis, or you want, <laughs> do you want Zeus in case we might be right? I want Zeus in case oh, okay. we're right. Damn it. Okay, so we're going with Zeus. Mm. Zeus is penis. <laughs> Zeus is, which would be a lightning bolt, of course. <laughs> Zigzaggy. We're going to keep it mythological, actually, for this question number eight. Mm-hmm. I must ask a question about one of my absolute favorite movies, and that would be 2000's Gladiator. Oh, we got mm-hmm. this. Come on. Awesome music, awesome director, awesome actor. <sighs> Connie Nielsen's not bad. The list goes on and on. Please, no sequels. Yeah. Well, there is one in the works, isn't there? It's happening. Yeah, I guess so. But you know what? It, if it don't have this kids from Stranger Things in it, then uh, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> in 2006, the Holst Foundation, which sounds like some sort of mercenary group, but is actually <laughs> a caretaker of the works of composer Gustav Holst, sued film composer Hans Zimmer, claiming that his Gladiator soundtrack borrowed too much from which planet in composer okay. Holst's Planets Suite. Oh my god. Okay. With Dave, take that back. We got this. <laughs> now, and as Let's, a clue, just a reminder, there's no Earth in the Planets Suite, so you can't answer Earth. Okay. So Okay. <laughs> you, you let, Let's figure... This, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. The gladiator music is very it kind of builds to a crescendo and it's also also often backing violence. So wouldn't you think that the the music that would go with Mars would be violent because Mars was the god of war? That's as that's, good a that's guess a damn as good any logic, other planets. Yep. My only exposure to Holst of the Planets was the soundtrack from Star Stuff on Channel 17 on Sunday mornings. <laughs> also, also sued. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ingrid. She was never the same. Was that and on those, PBS? What's that? Was that on PBS? No, it was, uh, it was I, I think it was Channel 17. It was a local production. Maybe it was like three or P- I, six or ten PHL or something. 17. There's like one... One cop, one episode, like straight from the editing original tape on YouTube. It would say on there. I'm not going to look because that might give me a answer, but maybe later I'll look. It's it's I used to. It, it was God, what a rabbit hole we're down. It's like Sunday mornings when you're desperate for anything to watch before football. It would be like Davy and Goliath, Land of Hatchy Malachi, Star Stuff, and then your day was over. <laughs> what yeah. about Captain Noah? Uh, I think that was a Saturday thing, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, Captain uh, O was Saturdays, I think. Star stuff was so freaking creepy. It was. I like just really hung out creepy. for the the puppets. That was it. Yeah. The, on the edge of space, those segments. I mean, if so, nobody else has a better idea, <laughs> I think that the funny like answer is Uranus. But that that <laughs> <laughs> I borrowed too much from Uranus. <laughs> speech, uh, speech. I, I, Mars sounds. Mars good. sounds good to me too. Yeah, well, let's just do it. 
All right. At least, at least there's some reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. Very good. Question number nine. I uh, was not going to let this pass by without a question about the Simpsons. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Uh, Matt's got this. I don't know. I'm not going to say it's- that. Remember the Simpsons category on the floor, Chris? I got killed in that. Oh, yeah. that I didn't quite like how they asked that. Me neither. Because yeah. yeah. I didn't have much to do with the Simpsons. Nope. Yeah. How a trivia question is asked is so, so important. <laughs> Was the wording bad? Was it? Do you watch that show, Steve, The Floor? I've never heard of that. What is that? Oh. So it's Rob Blow hosts it, and there's just contestants all over this giant floor and they each have a category that is their expertise and they can challenge each other to take over room on the floor and it ends when somebody has the entire floor okay and everyone else falls through right into (laughs) (laughs) and they die everyone has to eat peanuts and the ones that are allergic die (laughs) (laughs) anyway but so those simpsons questions were not good this one's good all they did was they put up pictures of people that had guest, guest starred point, on yep. The Simpsons. Yeah, the actors, the, the real photo of of the actor. Yeah, oh, so they okay. they put up a picture of Albert Brooks. So you had to say yeah. Albert Brooks. It really had almost nothing to do with The Simpsons. It did yeah. not. Okay. All right. Well, I can understand if they had to try. Right. I blame Rob Lowe. <laughs> Go back to Literally your blame Rob Lowe. Your lifetime movie career. <laughs> He's he's done so much more since then. <laughs> I know that's true. I believe he's done Chad so Will. many of those. But here's my Simpsons question. I'm pleased with it. Uh, take it back to 2003. Recall the state of geopolitics at that time. The New York Post, in its customarily reasoned and sober way, used on its front page a Simpsons character's famous slur against the French. What was that insult? Remember back in 2003 when we were mad at the French again? Uh, and I will give you a do you want, I can give you a further hint of how many words if you need it. I mean, we'll take the words if you're yeah, we'll take right. words. Give us everything. Give us know. the answer. <laughs> it's a four word insult, a slur, a Simpsons character, very famous, famously delivered against the French. The French were not in the room, but uh, this was on a New York Post headline. I believe there might have even been a member of Congress who used it on, you know, the congressional floor. <laughs> All right. What uh, oh, What are some slur? common Simpsons slurs? Four words, yeah. Yeah. Don't have a cowman with five. I was Don't like, that, that might be it. Worst country ever. <laughs> so close. Three words. That's three. <laughs> I, um, I uh, the only the only one I remember is it's a Treehouse of Horrors episode, and they called him a bunch of frog eating war draft dodgers or something like that. But that's not I, I, I'm making up the fourth, the third, and fourth well, word. The French have dodged a few wars, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they've also assisted us in a couple of our vital ones. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of four. Mm-mm. Four Maybe we're past to come, come back, come back. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, this is a past one. Yep. Yeah, we'll hear the tenth one and we'll come back to that. Radio man, radio. Your last question is a two for one. It gets in uh, one of my favorite authors and my favorite booze. 
The owners of Atomic Liquors in Las Vegas found bottles of this in storage, learned it was famous patron Hunter S. Thompson's favorite booze, mm -hmm. and they made it the base for a cocktail in his honor, the Hunter Smash. It was a, it's a brand of bourbon. Uh, it's a brand that purports to have invented the sour mash process in 1835. It's a pretty cheap uh, uh, alternative, actually, at the liquor store. What is that brand of bourbon? Hmm. And I'll cue the Three Dog Night, actually, well, while this while you think about this. So, so if it's the ones, it's got to be something old, like wild turkey or something. Do, is wait in in um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? They're taking stock of what they have in the trunk. We got. Oh, I like where you're going with this because I do. They no say clue. like. We, we got a half a bottle of wild turkey or something. They say it, I think. I'm happy. I mean, I'm happy to go with wild turkey because if the, if it's somebody that's claiming to have created that technique, it's got to be somebody that's been around a while. Yeah, but is it? If it's a name, I'm thinking not Jack Daniels because I think we would have heard that before, but maybe like Jim Bean. I can't think of another name in a liquor. I'm no help here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I but, need an answer before White Rabbit peaks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm fine. I honestly don't know. So if you think Wild Turkey is what they said in that movie, that's that's a stronger argument than mine. As your attorney, I am <laughs> going to insist on Wild Turkey. Okay, Steve and I, Steve, I remember Steve and I going to see that movie driving, I believe, to Allentown. Mm -hmm, we did. And saw it in a completely empty theater and recognized the masterpiece that it is. And I'm, I'm going to go with Wild Turkey. Okay. All right. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> So that's uh, that. We we circle back round to uh, right. Simpsons. Yeah, Simpsons insult. We might have to just leave this one blank because I, I don't. Looks like uh, eat my shorts. Was it eat four, my shorts, four, man? Four. Ooh, that's four words. Four words. Does he say man after eat my shorts? I don't think so. Don't have a cat. No, you said that. Don't already. have a cow, yeah, man. That's wait. Don't have a cow. That's five. Damn it. I'm so. combining don't have a cow, man, and eat my shorts. Frog it's probably something Bart, Bart or Homer. Like it has to be one of those guys. More Bart, I think, than Homer. All right. I mean, I'm I'm happy to leave this one blank. I yeah, think I, don't, okay. I don't. I don't know. I all I know yeah. is that Frog one. It is more visual because they end up saying later they don't look like frogs, and they all laugh. And of course, they look like frogs. And I don't know how you sum that up in four words. <laughs> all right. For this one, Steve. Yeah. Consider a penis. Okay. <laughs> Lock in penis. Consider penis. sucking my penis. That's four Frog words. penis <laughs> European jerks. There you go. Four words. We are locking in penis and right. handing in our paper to the trivia host. We There's are. no no dishonor in uh, in in passing on one. I will take it up to Steve. You guys wait here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Do you want anything while you're taking it up? 
Another green tea. You green tea please. shot, please. <laughs> on the rocks, thank you. I gotta make sure my <laughs> wife didn't close my tab on me without that telling me. <laughs> I'd like a Michelob Ultra with a side of ice. <laughs> <laughs> and a Zima. <laughs> and a straw. straw please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All well right. that was a that was a, a wild romp across the continent of me, fellas. <laughs> Great work. I feel like Lewis and Clark. <laughs> So, uh, all right. So it's time to reveal. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Yes. We need seven. Seven out of ten. Right, you are. So, okay. So the Gigantopithecus at uh, eleven hundred pounds, rampaging across southern China many, many years ago, uh, is believed to be the ancestor of what you would call Sasquatch. Oh my or God! Bigfoot. Oh. Yeah, I got it right, but we got it wrong. <sighs> Chris is. Chris is happy for himself, not the team. He <laughs> did say he did say it was on land. Oh, I guess I should have listened. That was a bad miss. We should have got that one. I don't think I said on land. Well, you said wandering across. I, I said China. I said went extinct in southern China. Oh, but then, then I don't who, feel bad. Who wouldn't? All right. Southern, right? Oh, okay. The point for me. Go on. Stop <laughs> it. That's all right. There's better news here. In that episode, The Naked Now, Data has sex with Lieutenant Tasha Yar. Ah, there we go. Nice. Who, who uh, is who is this Tasha Yar? I don't know who this is. It's the he, the woman Denise Data Crosby. had sex with, dummy. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> she left. She left the show. She wasn't happy with uh, with what they were doing for her character. She left the show. She Jesus. later came back, however, uh, bearing Data's android baby <laughs> so a woman that pushed me out of the way to use the bathroom at the convention we were at oh really Seriously? well she didn't know she put her hand on my back and asked and said excuse me but i consider That's that assault brother assault. Yep. She said, do you know assault. who i am <laughs> so yeah i'm with the stars and character table lady you don't go pushing me around <laughs> she was at a convention we were at yeah it was the last that was a Last one I was at with you guys, I I think it was a greater Philadelphia, the great Philadelphia Comic Con or the something Philadelphia Comic Con. Not not the Wizard World ones, the the, the other one. New Fan Expo, maybe, Granic, whatever. The one that we we drank almost Uh, an entire bottle of. That's what I was going to say next to draw your memory. So, yes, that one. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good day. (laughs) So, you are one and one right now. All right. Okay. By the way, in that episode, that awful episode, we learn that Data needs to occasionally ingest a semi-organic nutrient suspension in a silicone-based liquid medium, <laughs> which they completely dropped and never mentioned again. Uh. Yeah. They were still finding their way. Patrick Stewart's making it so. Gripping read, I recommend it to everyone. No, thanks. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll move on to S.C. Gwynn's excellent biography of Stonewall Jackson, in which I learned that less than half of 1% of soldiers killed in the Civil War were uh, wounded, killed by bayonets or sabers. Nice. Yeah, yeah. By then, just didn't figure into warfare. Oh, wait. So we got that right? Yes. Yeah. 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 007, in the novels, drinks vodka martinis a mere five percent of oh. the time. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry, I didn't, you got you that one. Back I, that one yet. I didn't give you one for the last one. Sorry. This uh, is for the Civil War. This is for James Bond. Ding, ding, ding. 
And this one's for Terry Hatcher, just because she's great. <laughs> I love you, Steve. They're real and spectacular. So yeah, oftentimes in the in the novels, he orders um, he orders gin. Okay. Uh, I want to say Gilby's is the brand that he prefers. Oh jeez. He never orders another Vesper after the first novel, but uh, he just he's got a wider ranging palette. So that was a thing they just made up in the movies. Well, I don't. They didn't make it up. He does order them occasionally, but right. But it I would became say, a thing in the movies. That's right. Yeah. It was like the delivery right. of it was so good. They're like, oh, it's going to be in every movie. Like Arnold's, the, I'll be back, maybe. Well, I didn't look into it, but I'll be I'll willing to bet by the second or third movie, you know, vodka companies were lining up. Oh, like, what is that, too? There's always money to be had. I forget that part. Yeah. Yeah. We need four more. Yeah, we're not getting it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I asked you about Namor, the Submariner. Not a favorite character of mine. However, he did yank literally yank one of my favorite my favorite character in fact into the modern continuity when he pulled captain america oh, out of oh, suspended nice. animation yes. literally tossing him into warmer waters in <laughs> avengers number four 1963 all right he just pulled him out and threw him in like a warm bath and he thought <laughs> out like that's <laughs> all it was and his piss it was all warm <laughs> oh, honey put your shoes on it's the 60s <laughs> All right, we need three more. We can do this. Well, we have no control over it anymore, so it doesn't matter. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, I control it. <laughs> uh, but I can't make facts change just for my preferences. I uh, wanted to know. Uh, so literally, the first zombie in three of these titles was like a little girl zombie, because it's so misleading. It's practically a cliche at this point. Right. Happens in Dawn of the Dead. It happens in The Walking Dead. It even happens in Game of Thrones. Does not happen in Santa Clarita. Aha! Yes. Nice. Matt. Thank you, Oliphant. Oliphant. We need two more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Have any of you been to the Philadelphia Museum of Art? Nope. Chris, well, Chris yes. Been but as a child. I've been outside. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone went in. Right. Right. Well, I can't read. I've been outside the White House. I think I saw everything I needed to. <laughs> Inside, beautiful bronze statue of the mythical goddess Diana, or if you're Greek, Artemis. I would have accepted either. Hmm. Okay, okay. Artemis gonna blast my nips. <laughs> That's your mythical frame of reference mm -hmm. right there. Oh. Artemis Pebdani from... T well, hey, also a Philadelphia treasure. That's right. All we right. got to get two out of three. Well... And one of them we didn't up. answer. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if we get this wrong, we lost. Yeah. Would be a first. Uh, okay, so you uh, you use some nice ratio-analyzing. Ratio-analyzing? Like it. I don't know. Uh, on this Holst Planet Suite question... What does it sound a lot like? Maybe Mars, bringer of war. Yeah, it sure as shit does. Woo! That's not to take away from Hans Zimmer's towering achievement with the Gladiator soundtrack, the greatest. All so right, you got uh, yeah, Mars, bringer of war. Did I tell you by the way that I got to in Italy when I uh, married and honeymooned there last fall 
in Tuscany, I should add, uh, I got to visit the estate where um, that Maximus lived on and, you know, lost his family. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Now, because it was October, the fields were all plowed up. So, you know, the wheat wasn't there. It was considerably uglier, but it was still cool to stand there. You couldn't walk by and feel it on your hand as you walked past like he does. No, not the wheat, but I did definitely pick up a, a clod of dirt and put it in my suitcase. I love it. That's cool. And All right, we, then we, I we, said, anything to declare? And I said, uh, what we do in life echoes in eternity. <laughs> we stay together. We survive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, here's a heartbreaker. This Simpsons question. Uh-huh. Uh, that famous insult, I'll give it to you in the original Scottish. Bonjour, you cheese-eating surrender monkeys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember that, but that's great. <laughs> Was it on a Treehouse of Horrors, like Matt thought? No, Matt, I think we were thinking of when when uh, Chief Wiggum, not Chief Wiggum, excuse me, Mayor Quimby, <laughs> provoked provoked the French to nuke Springfield. Yeah. Do your worst, you filthy, pretentious savages. Which is <laughs> also a pretty good insult. <laughs> we'll see who looks like the frogs, huh? Wow. Yeah, that is what I was thinking. I think it's the what is it? The the one where the Homer's like the the home the Omega Man, I think that's the episode. The uh, Omega Man, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh but this was ground when groundskeeper Willie was teaching high school French or well I guess elementary school French <laughs> lastly so so what is that's an X but that's a that's a check you need one two three four five six you need this one don't you it comes down to this it does one all right uh, I don't know what this costs up in your neck of the woods boys it's 17.99 a bottle for the handle in the plastic container at my local Virginia liquor store Ooh. it's called Old Crow Bourbon. Old Crow. Oh, wow. It is is, uh, some cheap stuff, but let me tell you what. If you mix it with some crappy vermouth and the other kind of crappy vermouth and some bitters, you can't even tell. Have you ever heard of Old Crow, Matt? It sounds familiar, but I am not a hard liquor drinker. So, I mean, Jim Bean and Wild Turkey was about the depths of my knowledge in liquor. Right. (laughs) When uh, Tim Spaulding took me on the Las Vegas reality tour of everything. We went on the, we went down whatever that boulevard is. We went past the, uh, the Graceland chapel and he took me to atomic liquors where Thompson used to hang out and they used to watch a bombs being tested. <laughs> That's where the name comes from. What an interesting guy. <laughs> Isn't he that guy right now, right now, or like he's going to Phoenix soon. Uh, he just sent me a picture tonight of, uh, when he, when he, took a snap of me at uh, where they shot where they filmed the Joshua Tree album cover oh so, so Brisky Point and Death Valley he's everywhere he's or, ubiquitous will be eventually and I get postcards from all of it yeah he sends us it's always funny yeah, he gets from like some of the better. weirdest places ever yeah <laughs> so alright that was very wide ranging and rambling but I think you guys 6 out of 10 60% damn well that's how the I got fir- through high school <laughs> Let's just say, if you guys would have, would have heard me say Sasquatch, then we would yep. have won. Yeah, okay, sure. There we go. Oh. Yep. Chris, this is not what teammates do it, at the end what of I the round. Is this the first time you've podcasted with Chris? 
Although I do hear this at trivia, like people just instantly turn on each other and start blaming each other. I love it. Point uh, well, Chris, pay the tab. Okay, we're out of yep. here. <laughs> All right, we are driving drunk turns. home tonight. I'm a poor loser. We're out of here. Okay, take turns going to to the bathroom, dine and run. All right, I'll go first. <laughs> drink and dash. Yeah, drink and dash. Let's go. Wow. That that looks poorly on me, your host. <laughs> Steve, nicely done. Those were great questions. That was good. That was fun. Thank you. Thank you. You used good reasoning, especially with wild turkey. I'm sorry that it did not pan out for you. Uh, that's all right. Is that what is that what's in the brief in the thing? I mean, no, I, don't I don't remember. I don't think Old Crow is name checked in the movie at all. I, I mean, is wild turkey in the suitcase with all the oh. drugs? I think that it is. I think it might even be mentioned explicitly. Right. Yeah, it I needs. Mean, the, I, it, it needed the you know the reputation buff back in the '90s. Wild Turkey, right? Well, Old Crow we hasn't want, had its moment yet. It has not, and maybe it'll have it now because of this show. Sonazons. <laughs> we didn't win this time. We did not. No, nope. that doesn't mean we're losers. No. We're losers for other reasons. Just me and Dave, apparently, according to Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I just say I just say Harry and Anderson, right? Come on, <laughs> you did. But this Kevin was Peter Dave's Hall. <laughs> this was Dave's turn. So, but next time it's Steve's turn to, to start sweating in his ass crack. So, <laughs> sweating bullet. My sweat smells like delicious bold rock cider. <laughs> I was what, a <laughs> what a plug! What a plug! Smell like Granny Smith apples. <laughs> well, all right. Well, good episode, and we'll see you next time when Steve is challenged. 